RJ. And I'm Adam, and you're listening to Showgaze, a movie musical podcast. It's the nuns. It's the nuns from in the back, back. From they're back, like, far the away, they're like, in the how do we solve a problem <laughs> like your bitch ass? Bitch ass. Bitch ass. Sit down, John. There you go. Sit down, John. For God's sake. For God's sake. John, sit down. Hi. Someone ought to open up a window. No, no, too many flies. So we... (laughs) I think think it's very important that we do, in the eve of Hamilton coming out, that we do... In the eve? Not the Eve. Like post-Hamilton yes. coming out? <laughs> that we do the musical that people say, you know, is the founding father of Hamilton. You could say that. We are discussing the seminal classic 1776 because America is having a moment right now. And I think we need to come back to the roots of America and why this nation was created for white people. Do you want to learn about 1776, the history? The I herstory? would love to learn the history of this historical. And you know what? Musical. I can't even say herstory because, because this of all shows, there. this is this is a history. Yes, history. There is no her. Okay. Blythe Danner said no thanks. So I did the background a little bit differently this time oh previously i've done very almost all of it is in the beginning and Mm -hmm. then you don't get it like yes sprinkled in sprinkled in yeah um so i'm trying to like sprinkle the specifics like scene stuff later in the show good so this should be quick good okay 1776 a musical um, music and One, lyrics. Well, by, uh, by well let's start there. Would you well, call this a musical? Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> a musical, um, music and lyrics by Sherman Edwards, a book by, and book by Peter Stone. It opened on March 16th in 1969. Um, it, uh, was at the 46th street theater, which is now the Richard Rogers theater, which obviously famously had Hamilton. Wow. So that's kind of funny. That is. They actually did move two times during their run. They like moved. 1776? Yeah, they moved theaters twice, which was weird. Remember how SpongeBob couldn't even move theaters? Like, what? Okay. Yeah. I guess things were different in. Were there less shows in 69, 70? I don't. There must have been. I haven't. I don't think show. I mean, shows didn't run as long. That's for sure. So it closed uh, three years later in February of 1972, February 13th. It ran for 1,217 performances. Yeah, that's a decent run. It's like fine. Everyone made their money and right. more. It's no Pearl Bailey and Hello Dolly, but, you know, we can't how all long be. Was Pearl, well, how long was that Dolly? I don't remember. It was a while. Was that like a historic, like it was so long? Well, it, they were going to close it and then they cast it and then that's how it like stayed open for a bit longer. I see. I think. Uh, uh, supposedly it's getting a 2021 revival. Yes. It's going to be the all women one. Right. But you know what I mean? Supposedly. Cause we're in oh, the middle of, because the 2020 pandemic. season was right. abruptly stopped. Right. <laughs> like we got it. We still have to open music, man. So we still have to open music, man. Six was never left previews. Six never left previews. Like there are no Tonys this year. No. 
You want to talk about cancel culture, honey? <laughs> How about this Broadway season? Oh. Very sad. Um, okay, so the Wikipedia page for the show had an entire section on historical accuracy. None of it is like super crazy to the point where it's like out of left field. Right. Um, South Carolina didn't. Uh, South Carolina was racist. That, okay, that yeah, actually was true. That was true. Um, <laughs> no, but there's some stuff that I will tell you about later and you'll be like, oh, interesting. Okay. So I'll, again, sprinkle those in later. So this show is very famous for Period. a few things. One of them being that there is a 30 minute break <laughs> between, in music, mm-hmm. between the Lee, the old Lees of Virginia yep. and... But, but Mr. Mr. Adams. Adams. Yes. There is a 30-minute scene. There is no music. This is the first time <gasps> in Broadway history what? the pit was allowed to leave. <laughs> 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 to, like, go to the green room? Like, Just take, pee. Take Maybe they went across the street to a bar, had a couple shots of whiskey, and came back. I don't know what like, they did. F- could you imagine that Could you today? imagine sitting in the front row and, like, you're watching the show, and then you, like, you notice some see... rummaging around in the pit, and you're like, what's going on? And you see They're them all walk 15, out. Fully taking a 15. They got to go have their dinner. Like That would be a late dinner. Could you imagine the SM being, like, calling cues, and then at the same time, oh, and can you break the pit? Yeah. <laughs> Can you make sure the pit clocks for their lunch? Thank you so much. Yeah, isn't that crazy? crazy. We ha- I have so much to talk about in terms of that moment. The, well, that, but also just like where songs are in this show. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. This okay. is what I mean. Like this, this is why we do showcase for to- bad music. Yes. <laughs> well, it's okay. So let's talk about. Let's talk about the goopery and gaggery of it all. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Tonys for the original production. <laughs> okay. So it was nominated for five, won three of the five. So it was nominated. I'll tell you the nominations that it did not win. So it was nominated for Best Featured Actress, the actress who played Abigail. Mm-hmm. And then it was. In the movie. Yes, correct. And then it was nominated for Best Scenic Design, did not win. Hmm. Fine. I don't, I don't even know what. It what ju- it did it just look like the, Independence Hall? Yeah. Great. <laughs> It won Best Direction. Okay. Sure. Sure. I mean, like, yeah. I feel like directing this would be a task. Yes. Because it's a show that takes place in one room and there's a bunch of guys. Yes. And you have and to, you like, have make to it make look it. interesting. Yeah. Fine. That's fine. Best Featured Actor. Is it the Lees of Old Virginia? It's the Lees of Old Virginia. I knew he it. came in and sang a song and then left. And he won a Tony for show. it. He never comes back. He never comes back. He was like, I got to go back to Virginia. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And he ne- and Thomas Jefferson's like, he okay, won a Tony. Back. That's crazy. So fun fact about, I do remember this. Talk about that. leaving the theater and going, take, going to the bar across the street. <laughs> so um, they nominated um, John Adams as best featured actor as well. Featured? exactly so he was like i will not accept this award if you give it to me because i am the lead actor in this musical so wow they nominated him and then he just didn't he was like no that's not how this works so they didn't give it to him wow isn't that crazy holding her ground why it's a very julie andrews victor victoria situation yes 
famously. Why featured? I don't know. He's clearly him the and Abigail. Well, okay. She's the lead girl, but there's no lead girl, yeah. so she's like fine. That I, he she has he three is the scenes. Lead man, she has three scenes. Martha has one, so technically she's yeah. the lead actress. But he is the leading character. Yes, I wouldn't even say Franklin. Franklin no. is a featured. Franklin, Franklin is, is supporting, like in a yeah. classic movie. Yes, supporting. Yes, like the classic. How did Lee win? <laughs> okay, and then it won Best Musical. Ha 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 ha! Who it did it? Do you know who? Here's what it beat: mm-hmm. Zorba. Which I, who I don't know. I think I I take Zorba for my high blood pressure. <laughs> promises, promises. So the most famous turkey lurkey time of it all was at that Tony Awards. Is this sixty nine seventy? Is this sixty nine? Yeah, like peak promises, promises. Yes, and then also hair. Wow. Yeah. They really said, get these peaceniks off the stage. I'm you're, not you're, seeing that. Here's the thing, though. And gave it to the... 1776, <laughs> Hair and Promises, Promises is absolutely a perfect time capsule of what 1969 yeah. was. Those three musicals. I mean, like... Our, our Promises, 19- Promises is mid-cent mod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hair, hair is absolutely summer the of time. love. The mo. And then 1776 is like, we're getting ready for the bicentennial, honey. Yeah. <laughs> yes, truly. <laughs> like, I can't wait. Yeah. And then Zorba. Wild. And then whatever Zorba <laughs> is, which is. We're going to get attacked by all the Zorba Oh, it's now names. called Lexapro. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Stupid. So the movie came out in 1972. What a quick turn. I mean, if you think about it, that's a pretty quick turn. 69 to 72. Musical. Coming out closed on Broadway, in, two closed in February of seventy two. Came out as a film in November, November seventeenth. Do you think they fully like that la- in the seventy one? They're like, okay, OBC, get out, get the get the substitutes in here. We're filming this. Get the substitutes on the stage. stage I want to see that. I want to see that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, it's directed by Peter Hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, produced by Jack Warner. Interesting. Written by Peter Stone, starring William Daniels, Howard DeSilva, Ken Howard, John Madden, Donald Madden, I'm sorry, and John Cullum. So those would be John Adams, Ben Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, Dickinson, and Rutledge from South Carolina. Music by Sherman Edwards. Cinematography, Harry Stradling Jr. Edited by Florence Williamson and William H. Ziegler. Distributed by Columbia Pictures. So again. Warner. Warner, but Columbia. Interesting. So he had already left. He wasn't the studio head anymore. Um, He bought the rights for $1.25 million. Of this movie? Yes. Wow. Um, And then produced it. He apparently was not born in America, but this was like, he considered this his love letter to America Mm. was by producing this film. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's 141 minutes in its theatrical version. The director's cut, which you can which, find on Amazon and on DVD, which is what, which we, is what we watched, is 168 minutes long, 12 minutes shy of three hours. So just like sit with that. Yeah. And this is a set. This is a 72. Mm-hmm. So this is credits up top. Yep. So we're not saying then five minutes. So shave off another five for the credits. Yeah. No, 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 no. Woo. Okay. It's budget was six million dollars. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know. I in nineteen seventy two, sure. That could be ten million today, that could be thirty eight bajillion. I don't know. I can't tell you I don't know. 
Who knows? Who cares? Maybe it's like 78 million. And then here's what's so sad. The box office is 2.8 million, but that's just for rentals. So there is no... I, I have not... I couldn't find anything uh, for what they made in that year. Jack so Warner very said, do not it. release that information. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't have any fun facts or figures other than like all of that information. Mm-hmm. I can read you... Um, a blurb of Roger Ebert's movie review. <laughs> oh like yes, it? give it, give it. Roger <laughs> Ebert of the Chicago Sun Times gave 1776 two stars mm. of four and declared, "This is an insult to the real men who were Adams, Jefferson, Franklin, and the rest. The oh performances trapped inside these roles, as you might expect, are fairly dreadful." There are good actors in the movie, especially William Daniels as Adams and Donald Madden as John Dickinson. But they're forced to strut and posture so much that you wonder if they ever scratched or spit or anything. I can hardly bear to remember the songs, much less discuss them. Perhaps I shouldn't. It is just too damn bad this movie didn't take advantage of its right to the pursuit of happiness. Wow. A full gag. Yeah. What a... A snatched wig yeah. that was a snatched powdered pompadour. wig what's oh? it called powdered wigs powder i thought it was a pompadour no no pompadour is like what 50s guys in the 50s fi- yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah rockabilly girl <laughs> um so fine it was the film received mixed to negative reviews mm-hmm. okay fine so it was nominated for best motion picture musical or comedy but lost to cabaret Oh, and then the Academy Award for Best Cinematography also lost to Cabaret. Wow, which we yeah. ha- we need to do Cabaret. Yeah, we do. Okay. Well, I'm glad we did the loser first of that year. <laughs> <laughs> it's always nice to know. Okay, so I'm gonna be upfront. I'm gonna go really quick. I have no personal history. I don't know the show at all. I if I saw this musical walking down walking the street, down the street wouldn't know a thing. Wouldn't Sorry to this musical. Yeah. Um, I thought. The costume shop that we would rent stuff from in my hometown, um, they would always be playing a musical. And for some reason, I just thought it was 1776. Now I know that's not the case because there's no dance numbers and there's definitely no women. Um, There is one dance number. Cool, cool, considerate men. But you may not have been watching the director's cuts. So I don't know what... Maybe Seven Brides for Seven Brothers because I've never seen that. Probably. That's probably what it was. But RJ, what is your personal history? Well, funny that you... Um, ask me because that. I know that you wanted to do this, so you have to have some. It's connection. not well. Yes, I wanted you to experience what I experienced because I was in 1776 in my. This was not year your first. My first musical. Correct. No, this was my third. Okay. I had been in Bye Bye Birdie. Because I feel like if this was, was your first, you would be like, I don't think I like musicals. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I like fully took this as like a, you know, I've performed as Randolph McAfee and I've performed as duty and I really want to like mature in my roles. So I was really, really gung ho to perform John Adams. I was fully like, yes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be John Adams. I'm a strong singer. I can do this. Mm -hmm. And I did not get John Adams. Why? Because you weren't good. The guy who got John Adams <laughs> okay. technically is a better singer than I am. He's like That's a lot for you to I know. Say. Oh girl, I know. 
because I will say he was classically trained. He was like the tenor. Like he would mm. sing in like the choir, the, the, the chapel choir. Yeah. And it's so. hard because John Adams isn't really a soprano. So it's hard for you. <laughs> I get it. Yes. John Adams is not like a traditional pop soprano like me. <laughs> the music director was like, okay, we don't need to add riffs and runs. <laughs> this is not a riffs and runs show. Um, and then when callbacks happened, it was like between me and him and this other guy for John Adams and Benjamin Franklin. So she just kept rotating us three to read over and over again. Now, I am surprised you didn't get Ben Franklin. Matt, our good friend Matt also agrees. He was like, you should have been Ben Franklin because that was when I, I will say if I had gotten Ben Franklin that early in my career, I would have not wasted my time not doing character roles in college because I would have been like, oh, I can also do comedy roles. And so of the many, 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 many named men in this show, who did you have the chance to play? I played president of the of Congress, John Hancock. Now, you're probably thinking, that's funny. John Hancock doesn't have a song. And you're right. And I'm not saying I hold that as a grudge to this <laughs> To <day>. be fair, <laughs> not a lot of people have songs. That's exactly. But v- there are f- like a handful of people that have songs. So you would think, put the singers in there. But maybe, you know, I was thinking about it as like, I was not hired as a singing she role. I was hired as, as an actor. She be- said, I'm a singer, girl. <laughs> I was hired as an actor because John Hancock has, has nothing to do, has nothing to do, but he has some decent lines. He has to be like, you know, in charge of the whole thing. I wore a black share wig mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was comical. It was a, it was a fun show in a way that like, we were all like, this is crazy that we're all doing the show and we're all taking it as seriously as we are. So we all had fun. Like, it was a no one like got in fights or anything like there was no drama i'm gonna say because it's all dudes so we were all just like cool this is cool i sing and then i have to go back home and do homework or like i'm not doing sports right now so i have to do this like there was no like drama so here's here's what i will say about this show if i was to be in this show i would want to be lee because then i could just not be on stage anymore you can say gotta go and you get a like a fun it's a fun like it's a fun little number There's and no melody, dancer, but there's a, it's a fun number. We'll get to it. Well, great. Well, I'm and hap- I'm sure more memories of my um, experience experience will come forth as we discuss the movie. Let's get into it. Oh God. Open with some timpani. <laughs> yep. 
and sure some do. oom pa pa. This is the overture. <laughs> I have said I love an overture. Mm-hmm. I love, love this, this overture. overture. Yeah, good. I love that like classic, classic America, Americana. yeah, John Philip Sousa mm-hmm. sound. Sounds great. Very that. Yes. Very. I'm walking through Liberty Square. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely that. Okay. And, and then, then the movie starts. Unfortunately, <laughs> the movie starts. And we start off hot. And I mean literally, literally. I mean that both figuratively and literally, literally because, because it, it is hot. sweltering in Philadelphia. Yes. It's May of 1776. In case you didn't know, it takes place <laughs> in 1776. And we are at Independence Hall. This is the Second Continental, Continental Congress. And John Adams is furious. Is furious. We have not come to a decision on anything. Now, okay. There's a little bit of stage trickery that's happening, some theatricality that's happening. In the film? In this scene right now, in the opening. Because he is, like, talking out loud. Like, he's complaining. Like, for the past weeks, we've been blah, 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 blah. We've been standing here in Congress, and we won't... Everyone refuses to vote for independence. Are you calling exposition trickery? No, but he's like... Girl, you that's know that little that's witchcraft a... they do in the beginning of a musical <laughs> where they explain the plot. No, but he's like, he's, is he talking? You, It was not clear if he's like singing to them, if this is direct address. Like oh. in the musical on stage, it's direct address. But for here. To the audience. Yes, yeah, to the audience. Oh, so it's not. Okay. It's not to them. But in the movie, it was to them. But he's like, yeah, my God, what are we doing in here? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. He's annoyed. Yes. We need to get independence done. And the men, the other men of the Continental Congress, Just saying, want sit down, John. To sit his ass down. Somebody open a window. <laughs> except, Comma. Except there's too many flies. Yes. Now, don't you understand the dramatic tension that that builds for these men? Not only are they being inundated with John Adams... But they are also in a constant struggle whether or not they need to temper their own temperatures by opening the windows or feel like they're garbage by having flies all around. Good God, what in hell are you waiting for? Thomas, for God's sake, listen to me. Will you listen to me and forget the window? I say vote yes, vote yes, vote for independence. Open up a window. I say vote. Speechless, rendered speechless. I to the amazing film that is 1770. It's just crazy to me that like. It took until like the 90s or like the 2000s for us to be like, if you're hot, you can just like take clothes off. You know what I mean? Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. What I'm Back saying? then they're like, no, I'm not going to take my coat off. I have off. to wear this seven layer outfit. Yes. This vest, this ruffled shirt. Because this. Apparently. Okay. So you know the clip where Thomas Jefferson like checks the weather? Yes. They like are That's like, like his Jefferson, thing. what's the Jefferson, weather? Jefferson, what's the weather? 
on July 4th, the hottest record, the hottest recorded recording of the day. Cause he would check every hour mm-hmm. because he's a psycho was like 78 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, now listen, I, this is 78 in a building that has no airflow yeah. whatsoever, especially if we're keeping the windows closed. And we're wearing seven layer outfits. And it looked like the sun when it rises up is pointing directly in their windows. Oh, sure. Like, and then when it's setting, it's on the other side of the. Yeah. Luckily, they had Venetian blinds from what I could tell in 1776. (laughs) Thank God. So, um, fun fact, um, Adams was not actually unpopular in 1776. So. Basically, his whole thing of being like, everyone hates me. He gave (laughs) the villain edit. (laughs) He gave himself that villain edit like years later in his own like personal writings. He wrote like a big ass memoir, didn't he? Mm -hmm. There was a big ass memoir about him. Yes. But historians, when they look back at that time, especially the members of Congress that were like writing letters about Mm -hmm. everyone else, they were all like, oh, he's great. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I mean, it was it felt like it was like very obvious that after George Washington, it would be him. So the, clearly there was something yeah. that was like all genuinely, they all genuinely liked him. He, so he, they think that he ended up later in life thinking he was unpopular because he had an unpopular presidency. He was yeah. not a popular he president. A, so yeah. he like took that view and then was like, this has been the whole, this is my, my whole life. My last, he was yeah. full bowler hat villain from, meet the robinsons yeah so we jump immediately from that song we go straight outside so that he can i don't know cool down (laughs) why sure um and we get piddle twiddle and resolve yes it's almost like his this is his wishing song would you say I don't know. Because you don't remember the song. I don't remember the song. I mean, I remember him singing, but again, like, there's a through line of this show that melodies don't exist. Oh. (laughs) Um, Or that they're like, they're... It's like he. It's like the melodies like catchy. thought about. They're, they're uh, not catchy. This is the least catchy musical exactly. I've ever heard in my life. So it doesn't... Click. No one's going to hum 1776 walking down the street. Well... Except for RJ, who only <laughs> sings Sit Down, Sit down John. John. I would say this is his wishing song. And when you edit this episode and you're forced to listen to the song again, you will agree with me. Because it's like... What does he say in it? No, you sent us Congress. Good God, sir, was that fair? You see, we piddle, twiddle, and resolve. Not one damn thing do we solve. Piddle, twiddle, and resolve. Nothing's ever solved in foul, feeded, fuming, foggy, filthy Philadelphia. It's like he wants, it's a song about how he is frustrated. It just, it. Here's the thing. Just always remember, this is late 60s, early 70s. So we're absolutely getting that style of Broadway actor that is like an actor. Actor first. And also I sing. And also if you give me sheet music. What is the what is the singing equivalent of I'm a mover? What is the Yeah. (laughs) I'm a Yeah, there is is no there is no I don't think there is one. I think it's I can sing, an actor who can sing. Yes. I'm a singer. Always a singer. Um I would say most of these people. Would you call me a singer first or an actor first? 
I would say you're a singer first. Thank you. I would say you're... I don't care. Shut up. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> okay. Piddle Tiddle and Resolve. And then we go right into a song called Till Then. Yes. Do you now remember this, how? Uh, a Vaseline filter. <laughs> <laughs> a dream sequence. A shellac. Yes. Um. So Till Then is the song between... The first song between abigail and john adams it re it truly does like st it has this weird filter yeah it does feel like the director was like i don't know how to transition i don't know how to do dream sequences don't know anything about it um but so they're this is it's not real they're not actually they're talking. not actually there <laughs> so how do i do it yeah and then they finally end up together after like a couple minutes of like talking to the air around them and this is just their letters, right? Is what yes. you said? So it's based on their letters that they would write to each other. So they've kind of interwoven it as like, this is him talking to his conscience. She's basically like his conscience. Sure. Well. To try and remind him like, you are who Abigail, you are. the original supportive wife. Um, <sighs> She is making pins. What is, what is, what is the plot so, of this of the show? Song? <laughs> of the show? <laughs> well, no, for the song, they are having a discussion where he wants so her to So they're make... sending back and forth letters, right? And he was like, in my last letter, I said that you, you need to get all of the women's auxiliary groups and all the women's groups that you have back home to start making as much saltpeter as you can in order to ship that over to the troops so that they can turn it into Bullet. ammunition. Yes. Sure. And she was like, I don't know what saltpeter is. And he's like, oh, it's easy. You just make a bicarbonate, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, girl, I'm not a chemist. But she... And then she goes, well, all of us are running out of pins because we have to send them over to the war, too. And, and Because they're making the uniforms. Yes. God. So it's like I well, forgot what she needed pins yeah. for. She's like, but but we need pins for like clothing and uniforms and whatever. Yeah. Bet so, my know. friend Betsy Ross right down the street. <laughs> she needs some pins. She does. Mm -hmm. She's working on a really creative project right now. I can't tell you much I about can't it. Tell you much about it. It's kind of a secret. <laughs> but I, I think it's gonna be revolutionary. Um, oh. So, thank you. so those good. are there. That's the whole gag. So, I mean, like maybe we don't need to use the term gag. You know what I mean? Like, is there anything that get? We know what happened. Going into this, we know the end of the show. <laughs> the entire time there Adam was no watching, gag. like when they were, like a big portion of it is like, will they, will they, won't they sign the declaration? Truly. That is, <laughs> that the, is the plot. That is the climax. Will they vote for will, independence? Yeah. And Adam, every time would just be like, gee, I wonder what's going to happen. Do they sign it? Does oh. anyone know? <laughs> Does anyone know? Guys, I'm so nervous I, they won't I'm sign at the it. edge of my seat. Will South Carolina sign the declaration? Will South Carolina be the first to secede from the union? <laughs> yes, they will. Okay. Were they? Did they? No. Were they the ones? Yeah, they were the first ones to secede. Well. Hence why they're used as the like. The villain. The villain. Hurry home, John as soon as I'm able. Don't stop writing. It's all I have. Every day, my dearest friend.
So that's a song that happens. Okay, so then we move. He goes back inside. Right. Should we talk about other major players in the Continental Congress? Sure. So John Adams is like... Massachusetts. Massachusetts. He's the one leading the cause for independence. Yes. Um, ben Franklin from Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania is his friend. Yeah. But, Comic he's, but he is like Ben Franklin. So he is like the yes. smartest man in the world. Sure. <laughs> like an inventor. Quippy, like, witty. Yes. Fine. Like everyone clearly respects him. Yes. Um, but also Pennsylvania, how it's set up is that there two, his two Pennsylvania delegates, one does not support him and independence. And the other right. one just D- says Dickinson yes. Yes. is anti-independence. Mm-hmm. And uh, Very Wilson like, is yes. just like, Bows to whatever Dickinson says. Yeah. There is Rutledge, who we've kind of discussed. He's from South Carolina. Carolina. He's also anti-independence. Very Southern. And then individual states kind of have different... Personalities. Personalities. Like North Carolina... New York abstains. Yes. New York abstains all the time. New Jersey is missing. New Jersey's gone. (laughs) Um, North Carolina always... um, Secedes to South Carolina. Maine is being led by President Josiah Bartlett of the West Wing, <laughs> which is real. That's, That's so just funny. His name. That's just his name. Vermont is an old drunk. Vermont's a drunk. Um, <laughs> Who knows why? I mean, we're just going with characters. Maryland's fat. Maryland's uh, fat. <laughs> yes. And it's part of the war committee. Georgia's um, new. Georgia is brand new. This North is Carolina bright is like, eyed. South three Carolina bucks, goes first. Yes, three bucks, two bags, one me. He was like, I don't know where I should yeah. sit. Um, like, Virginia so is a full mess. It seems like to you be. You have honest. Thomas Jefferson, a uh, hypocrite, <laughs> given a forced <laughs> edit, which you'll see in the movie, and then Lee, Lee, who, who is leaves, a f- <laughs> who is barely in Lee- the movie. Lee, um, oh and okay. So, like, that part's fun. Like, everyone's a fun character. Fine. Delaware has, like, a Scotsman who was not actually Scottish. But no. They gave him a Scotsman That's edit. a guy who's been in some Westerns in the 60s. <laughs> and then they were like, can you do Scottish? And he was like, sure. I mean, sure. Why not? But Delaware has, like, it's the oldest guy who is for independence, the Scottishman who is for independence, and then, and then a, third a third guy, guy who is not for independence. But the old guy's sick, old which guy's I'll talk sick, about later. So. <gasps> it's that. Okay. So that's, okay, that's basically all of the major players. And John Hancock, Thank who's you. the president of the Continental Congress. Okay. Ben Franklin enters the picture. Um, Are you familiar? <laughs> he is getting his painting, portrait painted. Mm-hmm. And um, John Adams comes to see him. Now, Ben Franklin looks like Ben Franklin, yes. right? We all know he's got the, like... Balled up top, long on the side. Long on the side, <laughs> and like, this oh wig is so good. It's so good. It's unclockable. It's, 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 it's so good. Yeah, the hair is late. Very. It is. It's been like 
you know how in the 60s, like to straighten their hair, they would like iron it, mm-hmm. like literally iron fully their iron. hair. It is that, fully Truly that down. happened. And then there was like a curl just at the yeah. end. Very brief Andy Camp, but the opposite way. But bald head. But bald, but bald head. top. And then the Adams Franklin conversation is like, we need someone else to propose, propose the idea the, of it. Bring it to the ball. <laughs> for someone to second it. Yeah. And because you can't second if you're from the same state. Mm-hmm. Um, now, my question, why doesn't Franklin just bring it up and then... Do you know If all your need is like a, someone to do it so then you can second it, like why don't you bring it up so then... Whatever. Fine. So they choose Richard Lee. But he kind of was like, I'm not going to... Like he was very adamant about he doesn't want to do it either. Yeah. Richard Lee they decide who is from Virginia is the one that needs to propose the idea yes. because enough people respect him. He's kind of like, he's kind of like a legacy player because he has mm-hmm. the name. He has the recognition. Yeah. He, Virginia obviously famously being the first colony. colony. Yep. He was the governor at the time. Oh, was he though? I don't know. He was not. So the guy who's in the show, um, Okay, so they just basically did an amalgamation of different, a bunch of different people. So, like, technically, John Adams is Adams and Samuel Adams. Like, he's both people in one. So they did that a bunch of times. So for Lee, when he goes off to go be governor, that wasn't him. It was his cousin who became governor and fathered Robert E. Lee, who was the Confederate general. Yikes, yikes, (laughs) yikes, yikes, yikes. So Richard Lee comes in. Basically, all he's supposed to be is just, like, fun and like loud the dick van dyke sure not funny not funny but but just like that energy sure so he comes in and he sings a song called the lees of old virginia now during this song i had a problem with the cinematography yes you had a full flashback to bohemian rhapsody when they were like having oh my god so he gets (laughs) on the horse at one point and it quick cuts nine. We counted it. Yeah. There were nine cuts of like close-ups of him getting on the horse. It was like the foot, his hand, the horse's The head. horse's back, <laughs> the other foot flying over, the tail, the head, the like. I, Rapid fire. Was very strange. Yeah. And for me, I was like, I don't are they the trying to hide the of fact? This film is good. No, no, girl. At the, in- the entire time, I was like, is he trying to. Are they trying to cover that they didn't have a good take of him getting on the horse? Okay, well, I don't know. So they he had never ridden a horse before, the actor. Oh. This was his first time. Oh. And he does all of it yeah, except he... for that last trick mount at the end. Where he like, where he, like jump, jumps over it. it. Okay. Yeah. Um that was not him. But other than that, it's him. And it looks fine. Mm-hmm. He's not also doing anything crazy. No. He's just getting on a horse. I made my blood stop running. Oh, if I can't deliver unto you a resolution on any policy. Yes, oh my God, it's tyranny, tyranny. Come on, boys, join in with me. Tyranny, tyranny. When do you leave? Immediately. Tyranny, tyranny. When will you return? Shortly. Tyranny, tyranny. And I'll come back triumphantly. Tyranny, tyranny. Everywhere, 
Okay. I don't know. It's fine. The song is fine. Again, can't hum it. Have no idea what it sounds like. I will say I completely forgot about this number and Richard e. Uh, Lee the entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, until when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's right. Um, it's like, here, Lee, there, Lee, everywhere, Lee, Lee. Old MacDonald had a farm. <laughs> Literally. E-I-E. Literally. <laughs> Did you rec- do you recognize this fountain that they keep walking around? Yes, from Friends. Okay, we'll just blow it. <laughs> it's the Friends fountain. No, I don't know what fountain was it. They shot all of this movie also on the Columbia lot. Apparently, had like a colonial area. Oh, and then it all burned down in the seventies. <laughs> um, here's a note that I had. Once we get back into the plot of it all. Which is, have you ever seen a musical and thought to yourself, there's too many women? (laughs) (laughs) Because this is the musical for you. For you. If you have absolutely said to yourself, I can't keep track. Man, they're so shrill. And I cannot keep track of all of them. They all look the same. Yeah. Here you go. Here you go. Two. 1776. Okay, so RJ, we were watching this movie, and there's a woman on the street, and RJ goes, oh, there's a woman. I go, she didn't, she didn't talk. She didn't do anything. She can't, she she can't count anything. a woman. She's just she in the background. <laughs> oh, there's a woman. This is the second woman. Okay, great. <laughs> so we're back in Congress. This is my favorite part. This 30-minute scene? Yeah. Are you kidding me? For the gag. Because here we have the true... Just it's just pure American debate, you know. It's like we are seeing <laughs> the okay. inner workings of Congress. All right, let's get into it. So we, so we get back in. Um, Lee proposes independence, mm-hmm. or that a debate should be had on whether they should vote for mm-hmm. independence. Which is like, we have to vote for a debate to vote. Yes, it's stupid. So Adam seconds it. And then it goes up for whatever. Da da da. We end up getting the debate. Blah 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 blah. This is the big scene. This is the big thirty minute break. Yes. Pit Pit has left. Pit has left. They're Pitt across is the street. Getting at the bar. a junior's cheesecake. <laughs> oh, honey. Um, and meanwhile, white men are screaming at each other on the stage. Yeah. Now in the movie, um, the <laughs> director, mm-hmm. um. Just has them constantly keep walking. Yeah, I it was I got motion sick. Yeah, from watching it. Yeah, and I don't know why that was a choice. I think he just didn't feel confident in like directing film. Yeah. It felt like a first time director yeah. to be honest. Um, but it's June seventh, seventh, seventeen seventy six. The costumes look amazing. Like we said before, Georgia's new. Georgia mm-hmm. comes in, is meeting everyone. So you, they're like, you as the audience are supposed to be essentially, that's your surrogate. Yes. George is your surrogate to get to know who everyone is. There's this good line where it's like, where do you stand on independence? And he's like, well, I think it's funny just like our jobs here as delegates, because even though I have my own personal opinions, I have to follow what my constitute, like what the, what my the, con- constitu- what the constituents, the constituents. what my constituents want. And then mm-hmm. they're like, and what are your feelings? And he goes, personal. Who knows what Georgia... Do you think he supports it? Who knows? Um, New Jersey's still missing. 
New Jersey is missing. Um, ben Franklin is carried in because he is gout. He's gout. And then we meet Jefferson, who is the ingenue. Now, bitch. reading a book. Now, bitch. In a window. They really said Thomas Jefferson is the bell of this show. Yeah. Read a book by the window. He just longs to be back home with his wife. There's but something sweet and almost kind. But he Julie. was mean and he was coarse and he has slaves. <laughs> Um, I did say, though, however, that Jefferson is kind of hot. Like the actor. Yes. He's cute. That's the thing. Like, that's the role. Like, it is is the ingenue role. You have to be very handsome. The romantic lead. Yeah. Basically, there's two camps to the discourse. There is the Adams-Franklin pro-independence. And there is the... Pennsylvania led by Dickinson Mm -hmm. and South Carolina led by Rutledge Mm -hmm. who are anti-independence as far as we can tell it this is very boiled down to like a base level and if I'm not going to be mad at Hamilton for like not being historically accurate about everything I'm not going to be mad at this musical but I do want to touch on Mm -hmm. what the differences are let's talk about um Dickinson because I think he's actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. So Dickinson, okay, so famously Pennsylvania was founded by Quakers. Quakers are um, a peaceful people. A pacifist people. Pacifist people. And they um, had problems with, they were trying to form an egalitarian society in the mid-Atlantic. And they were very concerned with the language of like defining defining people as being like God's men. Whereas like Dickinson later ends up writing the articles of confederation, which Mm. led the country from our independence to the constitution being ratified. And all of the like language in the articles of confederation are like person. Everything Mm. is like person based as opposed to like man or like, divine like kind Mm -hmm. of like a divine thing um so that's that was actually in historical accuracy purposes his questioning of the independence was both like a pacifist thing that thing he respected the english bill of rights which had been ratified like a hundred years before and then he had actually lived in england for three years Uh, and so like i was getting that vibe that he was like because he was fully like no we can mend our ways we can work with britain to find a solution right there was a jacobite rebellion in 1745 and he didn't want it was very bloody and he didn't want that to like happen again basically so that was kind of like his nervousness about that But he also wasn't really that rich, which they make it seem like he's like a merchant, basically, and that he's like going to get all this money from whatever. But that was not the case. So that's Dickinson. It's also really interesting. I actually found out that like Dickinson was also very concerned. The mid-Atlantic area, so like New Jersey, New York, um, blah, 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 all that. Pennsylvania. Yes, Pennsylvania. Um, They were like smack dab between the slavery of the South, which they didn't agree with. Mm Even though Dickinson had slaves, I do want to point that out. Mm-hmm. But he had given all of them, he had sold all of, or like freed them all by 1787, which was when the Constitution was ratified. Right. And um, the patriarchal, um, uh, puritanical New England. Yeah. So they had set themselves like between as like almost the moderate yeah. of the two of them. Mm. And 
Um, I just love that this country truly was built on like moving to a place. Oh, we don't fully agree. Let's go somewhere else and just do make do our own thing. I do love like, that each colony had its own flavor. Yes. I think that's very funny. Yes. Um, F- nifty United States. Fifty nifty. That's what we say. Um, but I will get more on the north south of it all later in the show. Mm-hmm. So we're moving on slowly but surely. I don't know why I wrote this. I said comedy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, do you know? I don't know. Um, oh, it was probably. I actually think it was the first time New York abstains courteously. Yes. It's very cute. Like they do it like they don't want they want to be very polite. Uh, New York abstains courteously. Courteously. New York abstains courteously. Courteously. Um New Jersey finally finds the the address. Yeah. So they come in like, "Oh, I'm sorry. We're the new delegates from New Jersey." Well, first they were like, oh, first they said it was like this hall and then this hall. Oh, right. Sorry, we didn't introduce ourselves. My name is this. this, this Can we talk about how close Philadelphia is to the state of New Jersey? (laughs) It's not far. It's not far. Now, again, this is like we're horse and buck. The turnpike was in Right. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. Three ways. But yes. The toll road. Let's name the fact that the main delegate of New Jersey is Reverend John Witherspoon. Who is an actual ancestor of Reese Witherspoon. We said it as a bit. I said it as a joke and then later I found it out on IMDb. Yes. And then you, yes, the constitution was ratified. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So then post the first decision of the debate, they, John Hancock. To be able to debate it. To the debate for the debate for the debate. John Hancock essentially decides that the decision of independence needs to be a unanimous decision across all 13 colonies because if you're deciding that you're going to Are go Are you saying against- this is real? Oh, well. I'm talking about the plot. Okay, yes. Dickinson brings it up as like a way to be like. That's his way out. Yes, yeah. that's his way out. And and Hancock, Hancock agrees. Like, yeah, because it was between. Eight and his and reasoning eight. is if we're going to go essentially to war with we'll, England. Yeah. We have to be in this together. We can't be like, well, this colony didn't want to, but majority ruled. So now we're all in a war and your people are dying because Mm -hmm. whatever. The show kind of combines two ideas that were real. So basically, in real life, there was a vote on independence. And then later there was a vote on the declaration of independence, like the wording of the document. But this show combines the two of them into one they made the concept. declaration a part mm-hmm. of the decision to make, which right. I mean works plot wise. So like Dickinson <laughs> ends up not signing the declaration, um, but, but I believe he had for voted for independence. Mm. So like, it's kind of like weird stuff like that. Yeah, but it's fine. Then I said, I wish that we had gotten some like funnier people to be in this. So I said, I really wish we could. <laughs> We could have had Paul Land as John Adams. <laughs> because I don't know. I think that's funny. There was like a full role that I was like, this could have easily been Paul Lind. I'm trying to think who it was. I feel like it was Wilson. Who was Wilson it? is the one who like bows to Dickinson. Yes. The third Pennsylvania delegate. Mm-hmm. The secretary dude, whatever his name was. Oh, Thompson? The one who talks. Thompson. Yeah, Thompson, who's mm-hmm. like the talker. Yeah. The MC. Yeah. 
and then we have McNair, which we didn't even talk about. Who's McNair. The, uh, the, who's the who's custodial. the custodian yeah. of the Congress. Custodial. Yeah, they, I felt like, like, I mean, we talked about, like, Lisa of Old Virginia could have easily been, like, a cameo. Like, I feel like if this movie was made today, which, why? But if this movie was made today, that is a perfect cameo role. Yeah. Like, get a pop star. You know, that would be the 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 Lizzo. That would be the Cardi B, mm-hmm. you know? So, after the decision that it needs to be unanimous, um... Adams decides that they can't vote on independence if they don't have a definition of what our independence is. Another tactic. His his way of doing like Dickinson used the use unanimous to get more time. He uses the declaration. Right. So he says that there needs to be a declaration of independence. We need to write something down so that it's very Mm -hmm. clear what we're asking for. And then they break because he's going to get three weeks to write it. Yeah. Whoever they decide to do it, they get three it, weeks. The like declaration committee. Right. Like, and the declaration committee. committee is made up of Adams Franklin, Roger Sherman of Connecticut, Robert Livingston of New York, and Thomas Jefferson. Who was the main? Because the Lee, main? that's when Lee is like, I got to go home and be a governor. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> See ya. See ya. <laughs> <That's what he laughs> did. Well, <laughs> next <See>. question. <laughs> yeah. See, who was the Connecticut delegate? He's the one in the song. That's the only thing that Connecticut does. That's the only. Mm-hmm. Po- he didn't have any other personality. I right? mean, they were pro independence. Yeah, yeah. But like, no, they didn't have a personality. Which one was Maine? Maine is Josiah Bartlett. <laughs> that was his personality. That his mm-hmm. name was. That his name ends up being famous in the West Wing. <laughs> oh my God! So we get a song finally 30 minutes later we get a song and it i know it seems in us talking about it like it hasn't been that long i promise you there is so much dialogue that happened and none of it was interesting yeah so like by the time the song comes you're like oh and then you remember that the songwriter doesn't write melodies so then you're like oh god (laughs) i have to live through another one so we get but mr adams Mm -hmm. which is a comedic song and the bit is that he's trying to force the One other of the, members of, of this committee. declaration committee to write the declaration. Yeah. And obviously, as we all know from being patriotic American citizens, that it was written by Thomas Jefferson. But Thomas Jefferson doesn't want to write it because he needs to go bed his sex, wife. Yes, have sex with his new wife. But you know who we can talk about? Benjamin Franklin. Because he asked Ben first. Yes. And Ben says no. And he goes... Mr. Adams, but Mr. Adams, the things I write are only light extemporanea. I won't put politics on paper, it's a mania. So I refuse to use the pen in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, refuse to use the pen. This is so catchy. When Sondheim is more memorable than this, and Sondheim's whole thing is like, I don't want to write. I literally just like, how do people talk? Let me put that into yeah. John Adams did not like Benjamin Franklin in real life. They're not. Friends. They're not friends. Oh my god! Isn't that funny? 
Well, I have no back. I have nothing to back that up. By the way, it was a one sentence thing on, on Wikipedia because the whole the whole sentence was like, um, it made it seem like he didn't like Lee, but he actually had a lot of respect for Lee. He wrote about him a couple times and was like, he's a great guy. Da 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 da. But a, but he actually didn't like Benjamin Franklin. But then said nothing else. Nothing else. So I don't know. Maybe it's true. It was on Wikipedia. Yeah. Someone but nobody's going in and editing the 1776 page of Wikipedia. I promise you that. <laughs> After Except that for one Porchlight Theater, whoever Porchlight Theater gay edited it and Wrote. updated that they did a performance in 2018 or oh, something man. like that. I was like, it's Porchlight. <laughs> no one cares. Sorry, that's Frankie. Chicago Theater. Thomas Jefferson gets sidled with the Declaration. Yes. So he sets off to go write it. And the comedy in this song is that when Adams and Jefferson are singing to each other, the three other delegates, Franklin and um, Connecticut and New York, are like doing a little kick line, yes. which was funny. RJ loved this bit. Loved he it. mentioned it a couple times while we were watching it. Connecticut! This is just so good! Connecticut! He's going back! And John and I was like, shut up! Like, fully, like, just a page out of Louis <laughs> A, pa- a page out of um, His Royal Highness, Christopher Rupert. Windermere, Vladimir, Carl Alexander, Francois Reginald, Lancelot, Her- Herman. Herman! Yes. Yeah, very that. He's giving a ball. So we love a through line. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he goes to write it. They go and visit him a, a, like a week later mm-hmm. to see how his progress is. Guess what? He hasn't. So am I crazy or is is there a scene in American Adventure where Benjamin Franklin visits Thomas Jefferson and see how he's doing with his writing? And that's when he's like doing his like walk up the stairs. Was that him be writing the Declaration of Independence? It has been a while since <laughs> I have seen the American Adventure. I could pull it up right now on YouTube. I won't. Let's just, you know what? Finish this, and then later when you're editing the episode, just I'll look like it up sneak and then. And, just and if like, it's not, then just like at the top of app, just be like, "Hi, listeners." Um, just so you know, <laughs> here I'll put in. Wow, I just looked it up. That is absolutely wow. accurate. What a wild thing! I can't believe you remembered that. Or, but also that is really fun. that moment where he like walks up and yeah. <laughs> him doing that impression of Benjamin Franklin walking. Because I remember Benjamin Franklin, the animatronic, trying to climb. I think up the he's stairs. walking to Mark Tw- Mark Twain. I think yes. it's Mark Twain at the beginning. I think it's Mark Twain, but it's in a house. But it's hold on, hold in on. No, it wasn't. It was Mark Twain. <laughs> you dummy! You dummy! <laughs> that was Samuel Clemens. <laughs> You idiot. Oh, my God. Um, Great. <laughs> so they visit his house, and he has written nothing. He's written nothing. He's Paper depressed. Paper strewn everywhere. Let's see his wife. Yes. So Martha comes home because Ben Franklin has written to her and invited her to come. No, girl. John Adams. Oh, he did? John Adams did it. Oh. Because he was like. <laughs> but then he was so shocked that they wanted to have sex. Because he's, it's because. It's that puritanical Boston yeah. of it all. Yeah, the Boston. Yeah. He was like, because he was fully like, in the middle of the day. I'm like, yeah, girl. There's nothing to do. So Martha There's a three-week recess. They kiss, and that's like they kiss. They kiss. And they, it's not even like they make out. They just like kiss and Embrace then like hold it. And hold it. And then they won't, they don't like look at, mm-hmm. so the other two leave. 
And then we get another dream sequence. Yes, because Franklin is like, you got to stick up your ass, John Adams. Don't you know what it's like to be in love, young and in love? And he's like, I yes, do. I do. So we get the song called Yours, 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 which is also, it's the second song sung by Abigail and John. John. Here we are yet again, uh, hunting, searching for a melody. So it has the, they, so the thing with Can Abigail. I also say this? Anytime the two of them have to end in harmony, yeah. it, sounds, it bad. sounds bad. It sounds very bad. They, I think it's his fault. I think it's his fault, yeah. too. <laughs> I mean, he has the harmony. She's just yeah. singing the melody. She's just singing the melody. I think he's just, like, slightly off pitch. Because mm-hmm. it's a weird harmony. It, like, keeps moving. Yeah. It's not like it's just descending. It's like, uh-huh. yours, 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 yours. <laughs> like, it's just like, what? Yeah, I love just, Taco just, Bell Cannon. Absolutely. Just, just do a third, descend down. Like, honestly, just yeah. like, just do the I third. <laughs> Abigail, how goes it with you? Not well, John. Not at all well. I live like a nun in a cloister, solitary celibate. I hate it. And you, John. Ah, I live like a monk in an abbey. Ditto, ditto. I hate it. Write to me with sentimental effusion. Let me revel in romantic illusion. Do you still smell of vanilla and spring air? And is my favorite lover's pillar still firm and fair? What was that, John? Still is that, John? But the thing with the song, with Abigail's songs, is that they always end those the same way because if they're all letters it's how she always ends her letters till then i am and as as i ever was and ever shall be yours 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 love abigail salt peter salt peter abigail mm-hmm. pins john <laughs> um it's so crazy how you enjoy this so <laughs> you literally are like this is the second time wait is this the second time I have I literally wrote down the word melody so many times. I think this is the second time I was like for this song. I was like still no melody. Where are the melodies? Cuz the first one was Because the, it's a full like reading a letter. So it was just like do da da do da 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 da. Oh yeah, there's no I mean like we can say lyrics were written. And the only song I would say there are only two songs that I was like, "Oh, I think this is fun." is but Mr. Adams and The Egg. Yeah. Those are the two that I was like, oh. Everything else is like, girl, you read the You're just putting their actual words to tune. <laughs> so then they meet Martha the next day. She comes out. And I literally said, Martha Adam, Jefferson. you are going to gag at who. Do you know who plays? Is? Dear reader, do you know who plays Martha Jefferson in the film adaptation of 1776. Now, most of the cast is OBC mm-hmm. because Jack Warner felt so bad about casting 
Audrey Hepburn over Julie Andrews and then Audrey losing that he was like, I won't make that mistake again. So cast mostly OBC. This is Blythe Danner, Gwyneth Paltrow's mother. At the ripe age of like 29. You want to talk goop, girl? You, honey, I'm gooped. I'm gooped at this goop. At this goop. <laughs> That's stupid. And she's fine. She's so. She has nothing to do. Okay. She's this is an affront to women. Yes. This is like, Adam was fully like, she must have been like 17 at this point. Because she looks really young. She's acting very so young. young. And there's no reason why. <laughs> An actress would be like, yes, I will gladly do this. Like one role. Nope. She was 28. And she's pregnant with Gwyneth Paltrow. <gasps> if you do the math. Wow. Mm-hmm. When they filmed it. So um, Martha, in reality, mm-hmm. never came to Pennsylvania during the summer of 1776. Because she had recently had a miscarriage and was very ill. So she which was is not, not funny. but no, like, but she was not there. Also, yeah. And she definitely wouldn't have been having sex with Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> so cool. She was just so, her energy was just so, I mean, you want to talk ingenue, sis. Like oh, it sure. is like, Green she, Finch and Lynette Bird. Yes. Honey. Like a waif of a person. Like oh, truly yeah. was like, ah, I'm just so in love. Mm-hmm. And then she like does this like little waltz with Benjamin Franklin. And yes, she like almost were... trips and it looks bad. And you can tell they were like, Whatever. We got our just, one take. It's fine. Yeah. We'll She's just here use for the one. Day. one. Yeah. But it's just the, her song is about how, cause they were like, what is it about him that you like? Which, why? <laughs> and she was like, she plays, he plays the violin. He plays the violin. He knows how to, pluck a string my string you know what i mean <laughs> fully she's just like his dick yeah i mean can you get is any writing more? me the fuck out yeah i feel like in colonial america honey my strings are fucking she, they truly are like this woman has never been more pleasured than by this man and i would like to say a few things i refuse to believe that martha jefferson ever had an orgasm I'm so excited that we're finally announcing our official Showgaze merch. Our first t-shirt will say, <laughs> we'll say Martha Jefferson never, had, never an had an orgasm. No, truly. I refuse. Yeah. I refuse. Yeah. I w- would think most women never had orgasms no, until... It wasn't until Betty Friedan. 30, 30 minutes ago <laughs> when men were like, oh, I guess I could do work. <laughs> My God. He plays the violin He tucks it right under his chin And he bows, oh he bows For he knows, yes he knows That it's high, high, high Diddle, diddle, twixt my heart Tom and his fiddle My strings are unstrung So I, for, I don't believe that she's like enamored with him in that way. Yeah. And also, um, should we just ignore Sally? Where also I don't I there's weirdly like even been a whitewashing of Sally where there's almost like oh she was like his lover on the side like mm-hmm. no she was his slave that he was raping. Yeah. 
can we can we have a real con- you can't have consent when you're a, you can't give consent as a slave yeah it's not a relationship that's not a relationship okay we're not okay we'll come back to that okay fine so he writes he's working on it and <laughs> he's like i got laid i'm gonna start writing the, i'm gonna start writing the damn declaration and then we go back to congress i think that's i think that's it i don't think we leave again right yeah yeah so it's still the end of the recess mm-hmm. they're still waiting at the end of recess and then they go back to Congress and we. Oh, cool. Cool. Consider it is the next song. It's cool. Cool. Consider it. Very, very good. Um, basically, they they get a letter they go from back, George Washington. They go. They get a letter from George Washington as they've been getting from the courier. I did say Dana Carvey is playing the courier, apparently, because it looks just, <laughs> like, just him. like him. Just like him. And I also asked why Delaware is Scottish. Never looked it up. Don't really care. So I um, did look it up while we were watching. He was born in Delaware to Irish parents. So I don't even know where he would get that. <laughs> Truly. Okay. And Merida is his sister. Yeah. Okay. And um, he has three bears for sons. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so they get a letter from George Washington and saying it's it's not going well it's not going well and then there's specifically like a camp in new jersey that like the french disease is going around aka syphilis um let me say this they're actually they're having sex with sex workers okay yeah let's say that yeah okay so they the oldest profession in so the world. um they're trying to sway the couple people that they think they can sway so ben franklin was trying to work on wilson to get him to like buck up and be a real be a man and then um, John Adams. John Adams was working on Maryland. The fat one. The fat one to try to turn, taint his mind. So, and we're not being, you know, ableist or whatever. No, that's, the, that that's was his, his whole cool personality trait. They were like, Maryland, what do you think? And he's like, oh, I'm eating, John. Yeah. I can't get out of the seat because I'm so fat. <laughs> um, so then, so they leave to go see the troops. He is he is part he, of the war committee. He's part of the war committee, and he wants him to see what how the men are fighting for the country. Yes, to change to sway his to mind. be like they're fighting for a cause. So they've left. So Dickinson then has a song yes. that he Full leads Ursula with, moment with like, all the well, co- conservatives. Yes, and they sing a song called "Cool, Cool, Considerate Men," which is basically like level headedness and like not having brash decisions yeah. will win out in the end. Yep. And we like the status quo, da 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 da. It's it is stick to the status quo from High School Musical. That's absolutely what this song is. But like with a weird waltz. Do you want to know the absolute most psycho thing about this song? So I know that this song was cut in the theatrical release. Correct. So like I said earlier, there's a theatrical version, and then there's like a director's cut version. So we obviously watched director's cut. So yes, this song was cut because. Jack Warner was friends with Nixon and Nixon <laughs> due to the lyrics believed that people would think that the Republican party was bad because what? now I know a shocking shocking um, because they're definitely not the, the lyrics are come ye cool, cool, considerate set. We'll dance together to the same minuet to the right Ever to, to the, the right, right. never, never to, to the, the left, left. Forever, forever to, to the, the right. right. Now, here's a anachronism. Mm-hmm. Um, the terms left and right were not used until the French Revolution. Yes. 
So, but in fine. this modern context, you understand what the point is. Yes. So, um, he asked Warner to cut it. Warner told the director Nixon. Yes, <laughs> Richard Nixon. Because he watched the th- the play, I guess. So they had done a performance of the musical at the White House. And even at that performance, they were like, can you cut this? That's, like the aides were oh, like, can you cut this from the wow. show? Because Nixon won't like it. And they were like, no. No. But because he Warner's was friends with Jack Warner, so he got his way. Wow. Because obviously That's so weird. Because he when was I listened, governor of um, California. When I listened to the Nixon tapes, I did not hear this <laughs> conversation at all. And then... So then the he was like, we're cutting the thing. And the director was like, I'm not cutting. I'm not cutting it. So then he went on vacation, the director. <gasps> and then Jack Warner went in and was like, I'm the producer. We're cutting, cutting this. It. And then Give tried the to destroy real. the actual negatives. But because he wasn't the studio head, he couldn't do it. So they just like went in a vault at Columbia. And then when they released the director's cut years later, they pulled the mech out and added them to it. And on his like deathbed which is psycho. Jack Warner said that he regretted pulling it from the film because it fe- he felt like it was like the, the central point of like the other half of the story that you never really get to see. Yeah, I guess <laughs> it was not I'm a good just, plot. <laughs> to begin I think with. he liked the show a lot. I think yeah. that's what but it that's, feels like. I mean, yeah, it was his love letter to America. Someone it's said lovely. that to me. Yeah. <laughs> so who was it? Um, Here's what I, like about cool cool considerate men nothing oh (laughs) there are like two southern delegates that are so hot that are clearly like 24 i don't everyone in this movie looks old. no there's two that are like he looks like sean cassidy like full like 70s teen heartthrobby like feel sure i was like who are those two i love the southern outfits the southern yes. costumes are the best costumes. Trend they're alert. in full pastels. Pastels. Yeah. Pastels Lavender. are the trend alert of the Cool, cool, considerate set. We'll dance together to the same minuet. To the right, ever to the right, never to the left, forever to the right. Let our creed be never to exceed regulated speed. No matter what the need. Come sing Hosanna, Hosanna. Emblazoned on a banner is keep They do these like ballet warm-up exercises during it. Yes, they're like a full, we're back at ballet one with Cora. Yeah. And she's just like, okay, guys, a plie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Relevé? Yeah. <laughs> Changement. Yeah. Um, and then they like run out of the building because they're going to go home. And then like as they come out, he like fully breaks the fourth wall and stares directly into the lens yes, of the it camera. Felt like a, it felt like cats. It felt like cats. But the whole <laughs> the movement of them. Like, I literally wrote, don't out. look at me, Judy yes. Dench. <laughs> but them storming out of the hall was very like it felt very. um greater showman like this is me like <laughs> them being like yes like i'm proud i'm a proud conservative, conservative. <laughs> yes yes we can apologize to <laughs> to the king wild um and also 
<laughs> um, then they go off, but it's also the idea of like them characters. coming out and like singing that it's like almost like the end of the end of the school year. We're done. Recess. Yes, fully, it yeah. feels like the end of Greece <laughs> when Jim they like Chang ride off into the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was very funny. Now, if I was a sane musical theater person, mm-hmm. I would say, okay, I think that would should be the act one finale. So I have mixed feelings on this because I understand what you're saying, but also I actually really like this next song. Huh? I th- well, I, I yeah, I guess I, I will say in my personal experience of being in the show, <laughs> the man that was th- the boy that was cast as Courier could not sing. So. Great. So McNair, who's the custodian, and the courier are still there. They watch them all leave. And then he's like, come on inside. I'll show you what the Congress looks like or whatever. I don't know what he's going to do. And they have a drink together. I do like this scene because it's like these are you could say like these are the real Americans Mm -hmm. because there's the one that are actually working. This is Main Street America. Yeah. Um, And he brings them inside and he kind of just asks him about. It feels like he's like, how is the war going? I don't remember if that's actually how Something it starts, like but it's essentially yeah. the song ends up being about like how he's watching his like fellow soldiers die. Yeah. Um. And the song is called Mama Look Sharp. Um, he's absolutely not a singer. This poor young man who's playing the courier. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't sound bad, but it could sound better. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they didn't just cast. A singer. A singer. <laughs> but it's fine. Because you have one thing to do in this film. I fully just had a memory about this show. Oh, God. When we were doing callbacks, mm-hmm. I was called back for the courier mm-hmm. and I sang the song. Mm-hmm. And I remember, <laughs> I remember fully being like, I'm going to sing this as boring as possible so that she doesn't cast me as the courier because he only has one. <laughs> scene and every time you could have sold a show you could have i could have closed act one Mm -hmm. thank you i should have just been i should have just looked at dorothy's face we always and said give me the as actors we always because my head was better when we want to be cast as something yes i was fully like no i want john john adams or bust no and it's like no always want to do when you this is a note if you're listening our, and you're an actor, yes. when you go to an audition or callback, mm-hmm. do your best in every, every scenario they give you. Yes. Because the more versatile you seem, the more they'll see you as anything on that mm-hmm. stage. Anyway, I would have loved to have been the courier. And well, I wish you had been the courier band. in the film. <laughs> but I will say this for the song. It was the first song that I enjoyed how it was shot. Mm-hmm. Because, because it's a ballad. Yes. And... It's very somber. I mean, full 70s. It feels very, um, you know what it feels like? It feels like the American version, obviously, of In Cabaret when they sing um, Tomorrow Belongs to Me. Yikes. Um, And that's all I'm going to say. Mama, hey mama, come looking for me. I'm here. In the meadow by the red maple tree Mama, hey mama, 
look sharp, here I be. So that's act one. Act two, here we go. We're going to blow through this because there's only like 20 minutes left of this film. Yeah, it was nuts too when we were doing it. Like she was trying to stretch out so much of act two and mm-hmm. try to cut down act one. And it was like, you, why? How about just cut why, act one and don't stretch you, act two? Why the fuck did you choose the show? Ugh. If you knew that act one is a min, an hour and 40 minutes. It's so long. And act two is like 40 minutes. It's so uneven. Okay. So we get um, the Declaration of Independence is um, presented. Thompson is reading it. Mm -hmm. So Franklin, Adams, and Jefferson are sitting outside the hall as they read it. They've already obviously read it. Jefferson's version, da-da-da. And then they have a song called The Egg. Now, The Egg is kind of interesting because it was was written in the Broadway tryouts. Um, Hmm. And it was, it's based off the original poster. So they had made the graphic yes, of the eagle egg, coming out of the, cracking, yeah. of the egg. UK flag yes. egg. Yeah. And he saw that and wrote a song about it. Whoa. Mm-hmm. We're waiting for the chirp, chirp, chirp of an eaglet being born. Waiting for the chirp, chirp. Chirp on this humid Monday morning in this congressional incubator. God knows the temperature's hot enough to hatch a stone, let alone an egg. We're waiting for the scratch. There's no set. You can't. The problem is, is like, I don't even know if it's on a. Maybe no melody is not the right phrase, but like, I, you can't guess what's coming next. Yes. Like, it's like, what? Congressional no, incubator. Like, you know how like when you listen to songs and sometimes it just ends on a note that like sounds good and you're like yeah. the release of just there's a like, completion. Oh, to yes. It. Yeah. Not Nothing. in this show. No. Nothing. But you liked the whole metaphor. I mean, I like that. It's fun. It's a fun debate of like we're like a new born. We're like a new uh, sure, bird a being born. Metaphor. And then they do a little. You know, they talk about, like, it should be a turkey. It should be a dove. I have no problems with any of the songs in Act 2 as song concepts. I want to make that very clear. (laughs) I have no problem with molasses to rub. Truly, no. Perfect everything. (laughs) What a perfect act. (laughs) We'll get there. Okay. Okay. So then they go in, Mm -hmm. and we're debating the DOI. Mm -hmm. And there are things they want to pull out. So first they go through everybody who's for independence and they're like pulling out stupid shit. Then we get to the naysayers mm-hmm. and we start with the South. So Rutledge comes up and he's like, there's a whole section about what appears to be slavery. And now we saying we are slaves to the king. And he was like, no, I'm talking about your black slaves that you have. This is what Jefferson says. Yeah. Um, and Rutledge is like, but you have slaves. Miss Miss Pot. Miss Miss <laughs> And Miss Jef- Pot, I'm Miss Kettle. Uh, <laughs> nice um, to meet you. And Jefferson is like, I'm uh uh I'm giving uh, them away. I'm, I'm giving them away. <laughs> uh, immediately. Um 
Hey, guess what in real life happened? Jefferson gave away three of his slaves. Till his, till his last breath? After he died. He released, he freed three of his slaves, and the other 200 were sold to other, ho- other plantations. Oh, my God. So just, you know, good job. Everyone in history is troubling. Yeah. Period. Point blank. Mm-hmm. So let's just blanket statement that we shouldn't be iconicizing any of these men. Yeah. Especially after what they're about to do. Because here's the thing. Moment. Us learning about history in school is iconicizing enough. Sure. At the end of and the day. And we're not even learning actual history. At the end of the day. I'm not here to make friends. And <laughs> everyone knows the story of the story of the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. So I do we need to make statues of these people? Can we talk about molasses to rum? Yes. Okay. I because I really am curious to know your thoughts. I want to say that when I when we did this song, it was very obviously we were all very like this is this is this is bad like bad in a way that like where we don't talk about we shouldn't talk about stuff like that. But it's like it's probably the most villain song I've ever yes. heard in my life. Truly, where you're like I could not believe it was happening. Yes, like honestly, there is no other worse villain song. This is truly the most villainous song. Yeah. And when we did it, my good friend Armando performed it and he was amazing. He is like an operatic baritone bass now, like professionally. Yeah. So like just imagine that setup where it's like our way to kind of address it is to just be so impeccable and flawless about it that Mm -hmm. it just that it truly doesn't sway what you're supposed to do, which is like really think about that. Sure. That moment, Mm -hmm. like full Brecht, like we're delivering it to you perfectly. So the only thing you're taking with you is Mm -hmm. that we were founded on this. Like our country was founded on this. Okay. So I'm going to say the song is song, not as just like song melody. Yes. Yeah. I think it's probably the prettiest song in the show. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. like it is actually that's the only it's chorus that I like remember the melody. Of. Right. It's so sad that it felt like it's the most. I cannot like, hum this walking down the street. <laughs> no. No. No, 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 no. Oh, you're the fracking. <laughs> nope. 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 Sure it's can't. worse. <laughs> um, I cannot I can't jot down Main Street, USA. I cannot on. believe we get a pro slavery song. Yeah. In this show. Uh, and I understand that you're supposed to have that reaction. Yes. You're, you, it is written in a way that you are supposed to be like, this is psycho. Yes. So it's not, we're not like glorifying yeah. it. It's but just it's, crazy to get it at all. It's a pro-slavery in a way where it's like, it's like, it's not saying like, we like, let's keep this up. It's like my, you are saying my hands are dirty, but in fact, everyone's hands are dirty. Like mm-hmm. it's truly like that where it's like, if right. We, Cause the South are like, we're making the money for this nation. Yes. How dare you? Yeah. So I think like by being so <laughs> overt with it, he's really trying to drive home the point that like, no, we're all part of this. So you can't just villainize. Yes. Us. However, but however, he's okay. fully like, Yes, this is my job. <laughs> like this is Here's what we, what we did. did it. I was fine, quote unquote, with mm-hmm. the song 
until we got to the slave auction the portion auction. of the song yeah. and the audible whip cracks. Yeah. I was like, okay, so I got the imagery. I didn't need the full. Yeah, yeah. Brecht. I didn't need the full geesh on that. I don't remember if we did the whip cracks or not. I don't think we did because it was like it's so a legit shocking. like a whip. Yeah. Okay. Because so, you can't do that orchestral, orchest, orchestrally. No. Clink, clink. Molasses to rum to slurs. Oh, what a beautiful waltz. You dance with us. We dance with you in molasses and rum and slurs. Who sail the ships? Out of Boston, laden with Bibles and rum. Who drinks a toast to the Ivory Coast? Hail Africa, the slavers have come. New England with Bibles and rum. And it's off with the rum and the Bibles. Take on the slaves, clink, clink. Then hail and farewell to the the African coast. Here's what I think about this song. As concept. <laughs> and as plot device. And as thematic I mean, it's the story for number. the show. Yeah. We have to stop saying, as a country, and I have said this as someone from a quote-unquote northern state, mm-hmm. that the north is better than the south. Mm. We have to stop this. Yeah, it it does not it does not help. It is not true. <laughs> they were the South had slavery. We were all complicit in what was going on, and are still complicit to this day in redlining, in keeping segregation in in new innovative ways that are like even more malicious than before keeping people impoverished for centuries like uh inherited trauma like this is they'll cross the board everybody every state doesn't matter i don't care i don't care it doesn't matter you did it we're all complicit okay this is step one for us to be anti-racist let's talk about the historical context of the slavery portion that was this is true it was stricken it was taken out from from the the original doi it was not written as some incredible and wh- everyone will be free in our country. Yeah, we are freedom, yeah. honey. No, it wasn't. It was written because England was trying to entice slaves <gasps> to leave their masters and fight for the British <gasps> against America and See? they would be guaranteed freedom. <sighs> So Jefferson was like, well, I'll put in the DOI that that we will just free all slaves. So then they won't want to leave their masters. Wow. Obviously, the South pushed back. That's all true. However, I'm also going to say this. There was no slavery walkout. There was no like. And in the film, they all are like, we're done here. And they like leave very, very dramatically. There was no walkout. In fact, 
the southern states and a majority of northern states were very fine with them taking out this portion from the Declaration of Independence. South Carolina, Georgia, and, quote, northern brethren opposed the slavery clause. All all states. Yep. Stop saying that, you're, well, I'm just happy because I don't live in X, Y, or Z. You're still you're involved. Still, yes. <laughs> okay. I just want to. Yeah. That's all I want to say. Other than that, I think actually the guy is pretty good. Who is Rutledge? That's the unfortunate part about it is that it is effective. Mm-hmm. It's it is really effective as a. Song. And they like the I do think the like the lighting was really cool. Yeah. They turned it like yellow. Mm-hmm. Like you're supposed to feel very uncomfortable with it. I still can't believe I just watched a pro slavery song. Okay, um, this is when I wrote down. I wonder what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes because there's a walkout and it's truly like ben and jefferson it's, yeah to john is like what's the point it's july it's july 1st it's the, yeah and the, the votes tomorrow the votes tomorrow there's no way yeah let's give up and here is where the birth of america as a nation that concedes on stupid points begins so that's all i'm gonna say okay Adams is like upset and Defeated walks up once to the again. bell tower and which is not outdoors. It is in a studio <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he hears Abigail's voice and this is the first time there's not the Vaseline filter. Yeah. But then she like just appears next to him mm-hmm. after like multiple lines of just like spiritual voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get the song called compliments. Yes. Which is her love letter to him? No. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. So they're having this moment, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you can't give up, John. And then McNair, who is the custodial, is like, uh, Mr. Adams, you have a giant package out in the front. Oh. It's a huge pallet of salt just Peter. of saltpeter. And then it goes to Abigail, who is back home, Vaseline running across running. the fields and it's just like singing away from the camera of the women of, running so long yeah of Massachusetts and then this club and then this club and the people downstairs like truly just naming people in Boston sure and and it leads up she doesn't say what it is like it's just like naming 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 till then till then I am I'll always be yours running. yours yours and then John looks at it and goes, Salt Peter. And then Abigail goes, Salt Peter, John. With one arm up. With one arm up. Just like <laughs> waving to the camera. <sighs> As like a way to be like, look, at the end of the day, your wife still does what you want. So why you did they still- why did they shoot it from behind? And then she runs so far away. She's almost like not visible not anymore. Not visible anymore. And she's like screlting her face. Yeah. I wouldn't say screlting. She's like singing her face, singing off. Her face off. And then for the last shot, when she sings the, the button. Yeah. That's when it faces her, but then it's still backing up. Yeah, it's hard close up and then like pulls back pulls so fast. <laughs> so fast. It's trying to make it like swoopy dramatic, but it's like compliments of the Concord Ladies Coffee Club and the sisterhood of the Truro Synagogue and the Friday evening Baptist sewing circle and the Holy Christian Sisters. 
Abigail, what's in these kegs? And then we get a song immediately. Mm-hmm. Again, like this song, this musical doesn't know how to space, space out it songs. Out. No, it's like now we're back to getting like song, 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 song. <laughs> I know. It's because we fun. went 38 years without any songs. Okay. Um, and it's called Is Anybody There? This is the last song. Is of the anybody show. there? This is Adam's uh, soliloquies. Yes. Yeah. Song. Um, I have nothing to say about it. He's not a singer. No. He's not a singer. No. I mean, let's call a spade a spade. He's not a singer. It doesn't sound great. I don't really need it at this point. No. Um, it kind of just slows everything down again. Yeah. Especially because I've already had him sing multiple times that I'm like, I know what your thoughts are. I'm not confused by what you think right now. I also just didn't think it was that good of a song. Is anybody there? Does anybody care? Does anybody see what I see? And then Georgia comes in. And he's like, I was here. I just wanted to say that um, I, I know where my constituents lie, but I also believe that they chose me as a delegate because they trust what decision I would make in this in the del in the Congress, and all of you have convinced me that this is what we should be fighting for. So he goes over to we never even talked about the most important and your favorite character of the whole show, the voting board. <laughs> oh, guys! <laughs> well, we'll get to it when we decide when, when the they final vote. Decision. Yeah. yeah. So he goes over and moves Georgia from the nay to the, to the yay. yay. In dramatic yeah. fashion. So the next day. The vote. The vote. Everyone's there. Um, Rock the vote. Everyone who is already voting yes votes yes. Maryland votes yes. They go from nay to yes. So Delaware goes to vote. The The Delaware delegation is. Delaware delegation. Um, is three delegates. One has like skin cancer and so had like collapsed at the end of act one and went home. And then John, so then that left two, one who was pro one who was against. So they were like split and the one who went home was pro independence. So John was like, Hey, Scottish guy, go get the skin cancer one and bring him back. None of these people have names. They actually literally have names, but I, I'm yes. not bothered enough to look them up. And, so, and the Scottish guy was like, I can't believe you would do that. Yeah. And he was like, he wants this just as much as I do. Yes. He will. He is a back. patriot just like everybody else. Yes. Okay, fine. Fine. So he comes back and out votes the guy who doesn't want to, mm-hmm. two to one. So Delaware votes. Yes. In order uh, in for independence. Mm-hmm. Here's the truth. That guy did die of skin cancer 20 years later. He was not sick during the Second Continental Mm. Congress. But he did show, he did 
ride overnight 80 miles <gasps> to show up for the vote. Wow. Yeah. I don't know why Where he was wasn't he coming there. Where was he if he wasn't sick? I don't know. But he did. And it was on. You remember when they came out? Oh, I don't think you were here. Um, they had like state quarters from like the late 90s to the mid 2000s. I remember this. I remember state quarters. Okay. Yeah. So they had state quarters. So the Delaware state quarter commemorated him and his ride <laughs> 80 miles. Mm-hmm. This is just a picture of him and his horse, I guess. Horse, I don't know. I guess. And his little like chin strap. I don't know. Wow. So that was him. So that his name was Caesar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's the other thing. Frank uh, Benjamin Franklin was not an, an abolitionist until after the revolution. So don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Even though it makes it seem like he was already he was also, fighting yeah. for. Well, that's the thing. Like you can tell that they weren't all truly abolitionists because as they were even like, even the writing just felt so basic. Like it was just so like, well, of course I don't believe in slaves. Yeah. It's like, that. it's so out of this world that I know that that is just some creative license. Mm-hmm. The only people that matter at this point are Pennsylvania and South Carolina. Yes. Everyone's voted yes. except Oh, and then New York. And New York finally was like, we're going to vote. Yeah. Fine. They abstained until they were actually signing it. And he was like, oh, hell, I'll sign it. Yeah. South Carolina goes first. They asked North Carolina, North Carolina... <laughs> says they'll do whatever South Carolina does. Mm-hmm. I do think that dynamic is very funny. Yeah. I don't know if it's true, but I yeah. just think it's funny. Because would you say now that South Carolina is the better Carolina? I would say I would say I'd would say i rather feel, live in North Carolina. I feel like I would say that too. Yeah. But the coasts on both are beautiful. Mm. And they have Carowinds. Which Wait, was West Virginia the... not an original colony? No. When did it they... was in Virginia. When did they secede? In the 1800s. Oh, okay. And they, yeah, they just like, formulated their own little area so rutledge basically is like jefferson you're gonna take it out and jefferson's like yeah and strikes it out and then he's like great i'm signing it well they made it very like john was like we can't do it we can't do it and franklin and jefferson were like think about what we're gonna focus on this first we have to do this first and this is this is what i mean by the the compromise the compromisation of america yeah compromisation sure just say talk. Compromising. The compromising tendencies of America, which, sure, if we had been under English, let's say for hypothetical purposes, if we had been under English rule and we didn't win the war and we didn't get independence. Uh, 1807, England abolished slavery. So like less than 30 years. Yeah. As opposed to? 65. <laughs> oh my God. And like, I mean... Who knows? Obviously, everything turned out the way it turned out for multiple reasons. But like, it's just it's very easy to look back and be like, well, they did the right thing. They voted for freedom when Mm -hmm. it's like some they voted for some people's freedom. Like, let's just continue to remember that. Okay. so anyway, so South Carolina, North Carolina, they vote. Yay. So now we're fully left up to Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. So Pennsylvania is a. Three-person delegation, Benjamin Franklin, Dickinson, and Wilson. So Dickinson's ready to be like, nay. It's it's a nay. And then Franklin's like, I think we should have a vote of the three delegates. So Because if it comes down to this. Right. So Franklin votes yes. Dickinson votes no. And then Wilson is the deciding vote Mm -hmm. of Pennsylvania. So um, the guy that played Wilson... In my production, mm-hmm. Roger, I don't uh-huh. think you ever met him, but he went to, 
our college. Oh. He played my father in Grapes of Wrath. Great. And now he's a lawyer and teacher. Well, James Wilson was a judge. There you go. He's like, I just don't want to be remembered. I don't want people to know my name. It's a weird narrative. They it was him. a very weird narrative because he was like, if because he was basically like, if, if I, I stop, vote no, people mm-hmm. will know that I, it was me, that it came yeah. down to me. And I don't want really, I don't want people to, I don't want to have a reputation, mm-hmm. good or bad. I just want to live my life. Yeah. And then die. But you're a judge. And also, <laughs> fine. Also, all of the second, co- like, let's say nothing ever happened. The second con- Continental Congress was like all done in secret. So like no one would know. No one would know. I don't know. It's whatever. Um. So he ends up voting yes. Ha! Wow, we did it. Good job. Okay. Here's the real truth. A nail biter. Here's the real truth. So Wilson was in support of independence, mm. and the deciding vote was actually John Morton of Pennsylvania, a character who is not referenced in the show. John, or I'm sorry, James Wilson was a leading thinker. But he, the reason he said he wouldn't, it took him so long to vote was because he would not vote uh, in any specific way until his district was caucused and he knew what his district wanted to oh, do. Oh, interesting. So he's like the only person here who actually who's fully like participated in representative democracy. Yes, like he was fully like, before I vote on something super big, I should really check and see if this is actually what my people right. want me to do. Right. Cool. Wow. So then Dickinson is like, well, I can't sign this and flees and goes to join the the army. army. Was that real? I don't know. I didn't look that up. (laughs) I mean, it didn't say in that thing. Yeah. So I'm assuming probably. Yeah. But it's just a weird like, I'm not going to sign it. Because I'm a pacifist. Let me go fight fight the war because I should still like fight for us. I don't know. Yeah. So Dickinson leaves. Um, Thompson (laughs) reads reads the the thing that's like the last letter from George Washington which is like we're really not gonna win guys <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you this isn't going well you know what? at the end of the day we're not gonna get right. this done so then they make the joke of like well if we hang we're hanging together ha 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 let's sign the declaration let's sign it let's let's still force this upon everyone right now there is a thought that the declaration of independence was not signed on July 4th it was signed on August 2nd. <gasps> My birthday. Your birthday, girl. girl. <laughs> what? Um, Leo season, I understand. <laughs> now, do you know who died on July 4th? Not this year. Not 1776, but later on in life, on no. the same day. Benjamin Franklin? John Adams? John Adams <gasps> and Thomas Jefferson wow. both died on the same day, Cursed. July 4th. Thomas Jefferson's last words were, it's the fourth, isn't it? Okay, girl. We're not giving you the ingenue edit. And then John, or Adams, his last words were, Jefferson's still alive or something like that. And then, because he ended up losing to Jefferson Mm. for president. The third, Jefferson was the third one. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I saw Hamilton. Because he only served one term. And yeah. then when he ran again, Jefferson won. But he didn't know, obviously, because they didn't live near each other. He didn't know that he had already died like four hours before. Mm. Anyway, then they sign it and that's the end. And it's like the least climactic ending I've ever seen in a movie. I looked at Adam and I was like, wasn't this a thrilling And then you just watch them sign a document. Yeah.
What did you think? Rewatching it. Um, I, I wished, I feel like this whole movie would have been fixed if they just made it camp <laughs> because it's so prime for camp. They, it like the way they've already written it with all the different characters. I don't and think the there's enough. Like I, the delegation were already all kooky characters that I was like, you could just fully amp that up and make this like. I don't think there's enough queer story to make it camp. camp. Not that you necessarily need queer story, yeah. but like it's so white cis yeah. het men. That's the thing. Like <laughs> usually at this point is when we would um we would say like who would we cast it in a reboot? Oh, but I it's like, wouldn't. I would say I like, would never reboot. This. I would never reboot it. I would rewrite some songs. I would add new songs. I would uh, yeah, like. So I'm really curious about this revival. That if you want to see this show, if you want to see a good, just watch Hamilton. Just watch Twelve Angry Men, <laughs> which is a better version of white men debating things in a room. Yeah, it was fine. Where would you put this in our matrix? So it's n- it's well, it's weird because I uh, serious camp, good and bad. I would say it's more in the bad column. Mm-hmm. And I would say, I would put it more in serious, but I wouldn't put it like fully, fully in because serious. Because there is like there is some camp sensibilities, like Leesville, Virginia, has a little bit silliness in it, and like Ben Frank, like Ben Franklin's whole character is like is, a little kooky. Is a little kooky. He's so quick witted, and yes, he was in real life. But Salt it's, Peter, fine, but it's so, it's it's just so sassy and brassy <laughs> in the movie. It just, it feels like a musical where they were like trying so hard to make everything seem so real. Mm-hmm. Like the when, entire the the day, sit down John music. being like, open up a window because it's hot and now we're going to get flies. Yeah. Like it's just like, imagine being there in the room where it happens. Imagine that. Like that's what it feels like yeah. is like the whole concept was just like, what if they were real humans and not just people we read about? Which, like, sure, mm-hmm. but you also still didn't tell the truth. Yeah. Well, so why? And then? I don't need. I don't need like full right. Like Hamilton has its own right. weird, troubling stuff that they don't get a hundred percent accurate. Mm-hmm. But because they're just taking the one story aspect itself of the is like good enough that I like you can excuse it. I just don't know if what they're doing here is good enough to excuse what yeah. they got wrong. I feel that. Are you happy that you saw it? Oh yeah. I'm finally, I like, I'm glad I finally saw it. I will, ne- I will probably never watch it again. <laughs> it's also so long. Yeah. Weirdly. I didn't feel like it was it slow. It didn't drag, paced. which was so weird. Like, I didn't feel like, oh my God, this scene has been going on forever. Like, even in that really long mm-hmm. debate, mm-hmm. there was so much action that was happening. New Jersey shows up. Um, action. Action. There's the fight. There's the fight. Delaware faints. Oh, yeah. Delaware yeah. faints. Yeah. Um, like, there's just so much. So much happens. <laughs> You're absolutely right. See, hey, let me so tell you, much rum. C-SPAN ain't this exciting, okay? Well, we've done it again. Incredible. Do you have any final thoughts? I don't harbor any 
uh, ill will towards my production of 1776. <laughs> I have learned my lessons. Mm-hmm. Shockingly, a lot of the cast um, are now queer. Have fully opened up to their queerness. Like a good portion. Not all, but a good handful of people were, have are now like out and proud. I enjoyed learning the like actual, just like doing the little bit of research I did on like how it all happened. Yeah. Because that's interesting. Mm-hmm. This was a nice closure to a lot of the feelings that I felt in high school. Good. Yeah. Glad I could help you through that. Thank you. Well, um, thank you for listening. As always, you can rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We are also available on Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. We have I we have um a Facebook. You can find us on Facebook at Showgaze, or you can find us on Twitter at Showgaze. We have a new review. This is very exciting. Um, this is a five star review from R A R G is awesome. Arg is awesome. Sure. Adam and RJ, great job. Uh, Nan told youth group about the into the woods episode and it was so great. I also listened to the hairspray episode and was laughing so much. My sister had to ask what was funny. You guys are really great commentary and honestly review some of my favorite musicals. Please do little shop though. We did it for my spring musical this year and I would love to hear your take on it. Thank you for bringing so much joy and laughter to my otherwise long and boring road trip. Keep Aww. up the good work, Abby. Aww. Abby, thank you so much thank for you listening. So much, Abby. Um, you've probably never seen 1776. <laughs> She's like, so what you might not in even the listen world to me is read this, this musical? <laughs> but um, I would love to do Little Shop. We I've have to do Little Shop. I've, I've really never would. seen the movie. Yes, me neither. I have seen a high school production of it, mm. but that's like all I know about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So that that sounds great. Next month, August, we are going to do a musical from 2010. I will say 1776 had a not a special place in my heart, but was an integral part of my being. And now I feel like for August, you will impart that to me. Oh, I don't think I don't think I care about burlesque as much as apparently you think I do. You always bring it up. What are you talking about? You always about? bring it up. Okay. We are doing, for the month of August, Burlesque. The Why? Who knows? The seminal classic, uh, Christina Aguilera and Cher Vehicle. Um, yes, because they were truly no one before this movie. Mm-hmm. Famously nobodies. Okay. This was fun. What was that? It was fun talking about a bad musical. Yeah. And it was fun discussing Race in America. Yeah. And it was fun talking to you because I rarely do that. Ugh, I can't wait to stop recording so we can go back to not talking to each other. <laughs> okay, bye. Hell with Great Britain, the eagle inside belongs.
Not A Bit Network. Find us on Instagram at Not A Bit Network for our other shows.